0: Welcome to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tung. This program will provide the groundwork you need to advance your awareness and be involved in the approaching transformation in consciousness. Now, your host, Peter Tong.
1: Hello and welcome to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. and I am your host, Peter Tung. Thank you for joining us today. The intention in these episodes is to give you insights into how the planet is shifting in frequency and vibration, to a new level of awareness and how you can be part of this grand awakening. And I'm also delighted to welcome you to the 11-11-11, a very special day in the annual calendar from my perspective, certainly. When I sent out the call for uh, guests to join me on the show, I had a very rapid response and before I knew it. All of the shows were filled up until January the 13th in the 13-week series. And one of the criticisms that I've had about the show is that I actually don't do enough myself and uh, allow the guests to talk about their situation throughout the show, and I actually don't uh, contribute perhaps as much as I could. So I'm taking the opportunity on this very special day to have my own show. Uh, I'm not having a guest on the show at all today because there's very significant information that I want to bring forward to your attention and then also give you um, the ways in which you can work with yourself either through assistance or on your own to bring yourself into the right state of preparedness for the wonderful things that are going to take place in the next little while. And let me set the scene for you uh, in terms of the energies of this week. Uh, The weekend was the beginning of the sixth night of the Mayan calendar and I want to discuss some of the elements of that with you because it will give you a context for what is about to take place in the world and then I'll talk about the supportive energies that are available to you beginning today on the 11-11-11 and then I'll talk about alchemy And how you can use the alchemical process to support your own preparedness for the times to come so the sixth night of the mayan calendar started on november the 7th this weekend 2009 and i'll just give you a brief introduction to the mayan calendar those of you may be familiar with it and others may not but essentially the mayan calendar is a history of the universe beginning 16 billion years ago with the the beginnings of the first cells the first uh, aspects of life the first level of consciousness and the Mayan calendar has nine levels to it it's a step pyramid just going up just like the uh, step pyramids that you see in in uh, mexico not a coincidence each of those steps correspond to these nine levels. The nine levels step up in consciousness, each level, and speeds up by a factor of 20. And remarkably, from the first level, which took 16 billion years to complete, well actually it doesn't complete, but the, the time period was 16 billion years for that creation, it only takes nine levels stepping up in speed by a factor of 20 For the final level, which is the ninth level, to actually be less than one year, it's 260 days. So as this Mayan calendar has unfolded over the last 16 billion years, so we have seen consciousness uh, evolve to higher and higher levels. And we are now in the eighth level of the Mayan calendar. And we've just shifted into the sixth night. Now what this means is there are 13 or 13 heavens, they're called, uh, seven days and six nights, so it goes day one, night one, day two, night two, and so on, through to the seventh day. There is no seventh night. And the neat thing about that is is that there is always more light than dark in the evolution of human consciousness. We always have a seventh day followed by a first day, so that we always have a double whammy of light which is a wonderful gift for all of us so we are in actually right now the sixth night the last period of darkness before we move into this supercharged over-lighted brilliance uh, showering down onto the planet so you could see this as a potentially challenging time and it is typically in the nights of the mayan calendar where the shadow side or the reflection of the breakthrough in consciousness takes place. The Mayan peoples themselves don't talk about dates specifically, but I do want to say to you what the Mayan people do actually talk about, and they're talking about we need to do this now, not wait for any specific date in the future like December 21st, 2012. Because what we need to do is shift our awareness and consciousness into a space of love and caring and kindness and harmony now. So what the Mayan peoples actually say, in fact their representatives, their spokespeople say, is this. That we have a heart in our bodies, which is our central communication device from the heart center in a loving light. And in the center of the Earth, in Mother Earth, there is also a heart. And in the heaven worlds, in Father Sky, there is a heart through the galactic center of the Milky Way. So we have three hearts that need to be aligned. Our own personal heart with the heart of Mother Earth and the heart of Father Sky. And when these three hearts are aligned, we come into a place, a position of connection and potential co-creation with spirit. And that is all essentially that the Mayan people say that we need to do this now. Now, how can we actually achieve that? Well, it's really quite simple. Just think for a moment of a beautiful place on planet Earth that you have already visited, but maybe a beautiful Uh, Lake or an ocean setting or them in the mountains in the forest and When you're in that place or even projecting your thoughts back to that place This is what beautiful mother earth has created for you to experience on the planet So now you feel deep in your heart this beautiful gratitude for this moment and that is how you connect to the heart of mother earth and then on a beautiful crystal clear dark night sky to have the opportunity then to connect to all of the stars and the constellations and the planets your favorite star systems and feel that gratitude in your heart again as you make that connection to father sky if you want to focus on a particular point the cosmic heart comes through the star called betelgeuse which is in the top northwest corner of the Orion constellation. It has a slightly orange tinge to it, so it gives you the opportunity to pick it out relatively easily. And so you can then embrace the loving vibrations coming through from the cosmic heart, through Betelgeuse juice, into your heart, down through the soles of your feet and down into Mother Earth. And then you become fully aligned with all that is. And the Mayan peoples focus very much on that alignment. The Mayan calendar has a daily um, update of the energies for that day and the Mayan peoples align themselves with those two energy frequencies that come through on every day of our lives. If you went to the website Mayan Mayanmagix.com then you would find the daily energies that exist for us through the 13-moon cycle of the Mayan calendar. So as we shift into the sixth night of the Mayan calendar, uh, there are people who have interpreted exactly what the Mayan calendar stands for. And probably the most famous of those is Dr. Carl Johan Callumann. And this is what he has said about this particular sixth night that is about to take place, or has just started this week. In this cosmic night, we will witness the most significant transformation of consciousness ever in the history of humankind. Pretty powerful stuff. Typically, though, he goes on to say, nights mean a slowdown of economic growth, and there is a concern that there will be a second financial collapse upcoming in the next few months. And what Carl Kalaman says to us, it's important to recognize and know that this is part of a process creating the conditions for the birth of a new world. It is to do with breaking the chains to the past and chains to other people being broken fully and totally. It's a consciousness of oneness and transparency. This transformation leads to equality and harmony, sharing and caretaking of all members of society. It's a revolutionary transformation, an overhaul of human civilization. It's a reduction in national and governmental authority, a new spiritual awakening, a direct experience of the divine, a straight knowing. And people will become divided, Some will flow with the incoming energies and some will resist them and hold on to the systems of the past. And so this is what we can expect to take place through the sixth night of the Mayan calendar. We're coming up to our first break and so I'll return after the break letting you know exactly what we need to do to move through this process. This is Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation.
0: Be Extraordinary. Seventh Wave Network. How do we walk our true spiritual path at a time when the Western world is fixated on material gain? More people are now recognizing the emptiness, which comes with this limited approach to life. There is another way. Four years ago, Peter Tong left his position as a high school principal with 30 years experience in the education system and turned to his true calling of a metaphysical life. He now uses his experience and wisdom to provide solutions to personal and organizational challenges. Peter offers corporate workshops and seminars public meditations, radio interviews, healing sessions, and community visits to bring awareness of the new paradigm, the awakening to conscious co-creation. Visit PeterTongue.com today to register for events and to purchase his transformative visualization meditation CDs. You can also download the meditation CDs as MP3s if you wish for listening on your computer or on the go. These are available now at PeterTongue.com. Being here with Ariel and Shia Kane is an ordinary person's guide to modern day enlightenment. This show is an exciting exploration which opens the door to living in the moment. Don't miss being here. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon
1: Eastern, with Ariel and Shia Kane right here on the Seventh Wave Network. What's it like?
2: What's it like? It's lonely. It's really lonely. I miss my brother. I miss my brother. I'm surrounded by other people, but it's not the same. I've got other people around me, but it's not the same. Go to jail for a gun crime and your family serves a sentence with you. Something to think about before committing a gun crime. Gun crimes hit home. This message brought to you by Project Safe Neighborhoods and the Ad Council.
0: The new home for visionary positive change. Seventh Wave Network. listening to awakening to conscious co-creation with peter tongue if you have a question for peter or comment on this series please send an email to descending at gmail.com that's descending at gmail.com now back to our program
1: hello and welcome back to awakening to conscious co-creation with peter Tong. Before the break, I was talking about the Mayan calendar and the fact that we've just shifted into the sixth night, and I gave some descriptions of some of the likely situations that will take place during this time period. What I also need to say is that we are coming close to the completion of the whole calendar. We will shift into the ninth level on February the 11th, 2011. And that will run for 260 days until October the 28th, 2012. On October the 28th, 2000, sorry, October the 28th, 2011. And on that date, all nine levels of the Mayan calendar come to completion. All of these different levels did not stop at the end of their particular period. They continued on. We still have single cell structures being created. And so every single one of these will come to completion on that date. So just imagine you've got these incredibly powerful forces that have been in operation for billions of years in some cases, and they are all coming to completion on that date. So there's a very powerful upsurge as we go through the eighth level, complete the eighth level, and then shift into the ninth level in 2011, in February 2011. So what we experience right now in this moment through the sixth night is this slight downward pull into the shadow, into the dark side, which um, in some ways creates um, challenges for us in this world. At the same time, there's this incredible taking off opportunity to shift ourselves into higher levels of consciousness. So in some ways, we're we're feeling pulled in two different directions. And there will come a choice point for all of us to decide which way to go. Some people will choose to hang on to the systems that they understand and know, although they are crumbling and falling apart. And others will fly into the new levels of consciousness that are available to us. As we see all of these organizations, including people, including families, including countries, including corporations, Any organization that is to do with domination and authority over others will no longer be energetically supported. And so we're going to see those organizations crumble and disappear and be replaced by organizations that care for the people, are community-centered, community-oriented. And so it, it provides the opportunity for all members of humanity to be part of this grand awakening. Now, the beautiful thing is, while we're in this Sixth Night period, we are getting incredibly powerful, supportive energies coming through from the celestial realms, which brings us to the energies of today, which is the 11-11, Veterans Day in the States, Remembrance Day in Canada and in Europe. And it is the day that we remember the fallen, all of those people who gave up their lives for a cause that they believed in. This has always been an important day for me because as a school principal, I was always heavily involved in organizing a Remembrance Day service at my school, which was always a very, very special and and important day in the life of the school as we invited all the veterans back to the school for this occasion. So it's always been a, a day of significance for me. I was also born on... November the 1st, the 111 or the 111, whichever way you look at it. And so the numerology contained within this day is, has always been very significant for me. So today, it's even more significant because it's not only November the 11th, the 1111, but it's also the year 2009, which is another 11. So actually we have a triple 11, an eleven 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 on this day. Let me just talk about the 11.11 for a few moments because it is one of those numerological signals that people see, uh, particularly in digital clocks, where every time you look at the clock it seems to be 11.11. And what people need to know is that is an awakening activation code. It's a reminder to you that it's time to wake up. And that digital appearance will continue to happen in all sorts of shapes and sizes and ways until you start paying attention to it, until you acknowledge that this is a wake-up call for you. And when you do acknowledge that, then you will find synchronicities will start happening which will begin to lead you on your awakening path. If you like, it's a sort of a portal uh, onto your to take you on your spiritual journey. It's a, a portal into your inner self for you to reflect inward, so that you can begin to go inside onto that spiritual path. But when you go inside, the outer world reflects that shift inside, and that's why you start having these synchronicities: books falling off shelves, people giving you phone calls, people asking you to join groups, whatever it is that leads you in a particular direction. That's what the 1111 is all about. It's also a portal. And if you imagine the number 11 as two uh, vertical lines, that is the portal through which you can step to awaken to your spiritual life. No doorway can open unless you have the posts to pass between. So the 11 represents that opportunity for you to step through this portal and awaken to your spiritual life. When you do that, then what you will see is the 1111 that you've been seeing all this time will shift. It will change to other numbers. And the numbers that it changes to will depend upon you as an individual. For me, it shifted from 1111 to 1144, and then when I worked out what 1144 meant, it shifted to uh, the triple master numbers, so I started seeing 555 five, five all the time. Once I understood what these shifts meant, I've now got to the situation, and I've yet to work out what this means. If anybody knows, do let me know. But I've got now what I call bookends, where I have two numbers on the outside, a different number in the middle, so eight three eight six two six seven one seven, 626 and so... What we have to do is work out for ourselves what these codes mean. You can go to websites. A really good one is crystallinks1linthemiddle.com, which has a whole section on numerology and the master numbers and what they mean. And, and, And so you can look at those sorts of sites and get some interpretation of what the numbers mean. But actually, they're very personal, and they're for you to work out for yourself. And once you work them out, you'll know you've worked them out because you'll see the shift happen. You won't see that number anymore. You'll start seeing other numbers. For example, my mind could be to do with uh, different dimensions, perhaps, that I'm supposed to be connecting with or working with uh, on the outside and on the inside, as it were. Something for me still to, to work on. But the most important thing about today is there is this incredibly powerful energy coming in to support you in your movement forward on your path. So although we're shifting into this sixth night, which is going to cause potentially some disruption for us, simultaneously these powerful energies are coming in to support us in our movement forward. So you have a choice at all times whether you're going to focus on the chaos and confusion around you or whether you're going to shift into a place of calmness and inside and a connection to spirit and to source so that you know the deepest part of your being that all is well and what we're going to see is an unfolding of a beautiful future because beyond october 28th 2011 once we get through december 21st 2012 we are going to have this beautiful stabilization of unity consciousness on the planet and when we have unity consciousness, there cannot be any conflict or warfare because we are all part of the oneness. So this will herald in a new millennium of peace. Now let me just talk about December 21st, 2012 for a moment because there's been a lot of misunderstanding around that date. And what we need to know is that everything will be complete by that date, which means we need to do our work now. We can't wait for December 21st, 2012, to see what happens because we need to be prepared now for what is going to take place over the next three years because everything is going to be complete by that date. We are needing to be in our elevated consciousness state to embrace the energies that will come through at that time. Now, how do we take ourselves to that place? How do we prepare ourselves appropriately for this next three-year period which is going to be very exciting by the way well my experience of alchemy uh, is one of the ways there are many different ways that you can do this but through the transformational process of inner alchemy you can prepare yourself perfectly for this period and the nice thing about the alchemical process is that it is a very clear seven stage process that leads you to the perfect preparation for what we need to do and where we need to be for this three-year period. So I'm going to spend the rest of the show talking to you about the alchemy. And the alchemical process uh, has been with us since time began, and uh, people probably don't really fully believe (laughs) that the alchemical process of the transmutation of base metals to gold is an actual real process. Well, I'm here to tell you that it actually is. I had the incredible, uh, I'm not sure if I'd call it good fortune, opportunity, let's say, to work at the actual alchemical fur- furnace with the boiling metals at 2,000 degrees Celsius, seeing for myself the transmutation take place from base metals into gold. So I'll return after this break and tell you more about Alchemical transformation. This is Peter Tongue for awakening to conscious co creation. Taking you to
0: the threshold of a dream and beyond. Seventh Wave Network.
2: Dad, can I ask you something? Sure, what's up? Um, there's this girl I
0: kind of like. Well, if there's one thing I know, it's women. Really? Well, they didn't call me velvet for nothing. I don't get it. Smooth. I was smooth. Oh. Anyway, it's easy. You just got to impress her. Show her how strong you are. Okay, but how? Just, I don't know, pick up a lot of heavy things around her. Like what? I don't know, desks, chairs, people. Grunt, if you have to. Grunt? Yeah, be like, ugh! Try it. Uh. 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 Ugh. <laughs> ugh! See, there you go. And you should dress up. Start wearing a shirt and tie. I'll look like a dork. No, you'll look successful. Okay. And finally, you can start using my cologne. <clears throat> the ladies love it, so don't be shy. Splash it on. Thanks, Ted. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. When you adopt a child from foster care, just being there makes all the difference. To find out how you can adopt, please visit our website at AdoptUSKids.org or call 1-888-200-4005. A public service announcement brought to you by Adopt U.S. Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. You've read the books, listened to the CDs, and gone to the workshops to learn spirituality. Now there's a way to help you live it every single day The Spiritual Workout with Stephen Morrison. Call with any issue at all, and Stephen will passionately help you see which of 15 universally spiritual concepts apply to your circumstance and how. Practice every Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, on the Spiritual Workout on 7th Wave Network. It's a practical path to a happier, more peaceful, and richer life experience. How do we walk our true spiritual path at a time when the Western world is fixated on material gain? More people are now recognizing the emptiness, which comes with this limited approach to life. There is another way. years ago, Peter Tong left his position as a high school principal with 30 years experience in the education system and turned to his true calling of a metaphysical life. He now uses his experience and wisdom to provide solutions to personal and organizational challenges. Peter offers corporate workshops and seminars, public meditations, radio interviews, healing sessions, and community visits to bring awareness of the new paradigm, the awakening to conscious co-creation. Visit petertongue.com today to register for events and to purchase his transformative visualization meditation CDs. You can also download the meditation CDs as MP3s if you wish for listening on your computer or on the go. These are available now at petertongue.com. Listening on a higher dimension. Seventh
1: Wave Network.
0: Listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program.
1: Hello and welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tung, and I'm talking about the alchemical process. Having had the opportunity to go to the furnace myself, just imagine this scene outside in January in the frozen north of Canada, two men huddled over a furnace containing a crucible with boiling metals at 2,000 degrees Celsius. No protection, just our connection to spirit and to source and our prayers (laughs) that the process would look after itself. The alchemist turned to me and he said, Peter, there are four things that can happen once we open the metal. Opening the metal for the alchemist means creating the right conditions for the metal to have its own consciousness. And when you create consciousness in anything, the first thing that substance wants is its freedom. The reason that the alchemists work with the mineral kingdom is that most people don't even believe the mineral kingdom has a consciousness. And so it was the most primal matter, the prima material, as it was called, that if you could consciously co-create with great spirit, with the mineral kingdom and transmute base metals to gold, then you were in direct co-creation with God. And that was the role that the alchemists took on. And why would they do so? Because it was a pretty special experience. Anyway, once the metal was opened up, the alchemist said to me, it will do one of four things. It will either explode, and we will die. It will jump out of the pot and plate us, and we will die. It will give off the white ghost, which is a poisonous gas, and we will die. Or it will recognize our consciousness, and together we can co-create, and the base metals of iron and lead and tin can be transmuted into their most refined state, which is silver, gold, and platinum. So we spent several hours at the furnace creating what's called uh, the Christ Child in the Cradle, which is a kilogram chunk of metal, which is now an alloy of many of these metals, which, with further work, will lead to pristine 36-carat Egyptian gold. I took part in this process twice, and on both occasions uh, realized that we were in a sacred covenant with the mineral kingdom as we worked through this process and with great spirit. Uh, And the good news is no one else needs to go through what is a a potentially dangerous uh, experience. I didn't know it at the time, but there are three different ways of doing the alchemy. One is called the wet method, one is called the dry method, and one is called the super dry method. And I was engaged in... The super dry method which uh, is the most dangerous because you reduce the time taken to do the alchemy into hours rather than weeks or months as the other processes take the good news is though what it did was give me an understanding and insight into how the true uh, alchemical transformation works for people because as the mineral kingdom gets transformed so we too get transformed and it gives us clues all the time in terms of what the process is and how it works for the mineral kingdom and therefore how it works for us. The work is actually called the great work because it is a great work and very few people actually achieved it although a number of the medieval alchemists actually did. Nicholas Flamel probably being the best known one who actually did. And what the great work actually does for the inner alchemy of the person is this. When we incarnate into our life in this lifetime now We bring with us our soul, and our soul resides inside our physical body. But our spirit, our higher self, does not come into the body at all. It stays outside in the unmanifest realm. So the soul is actually the grail. It is the cup or the chalice that we prepare for the spirit to enter, to be worthy of containing the spirit. It is the alchemical crucible. So the process that we go through to prepare this crucible so that spirit can descend into the physical body, into the soul, is called the ladder of the wise, which corresponds to Jacob's ladder in the Bible. And it includes seven stages or steps. It's a continual cycling through of transmutation it's not like a straight line road or the way we've been taught in school in a linear sequential way it's more like multi-dimensional spaghetti on a plate so we keep going through the stages we have to repeat stages and then another stage will kick in but the key element to the alchemical transformation is shown beautifully in the very first harry potter book and the movie J.K. Rowling, at some level, knows a great deal about the alchemical process and, of course, refers to Nicholas Femell in the book. Well, if you remember, on Harry's first trip to Hogwarts, he has to find Platform 9 and 3 quarters. And, of course, he goes onto the train station, he finds Platform 9 and Platform 10, and he doesn't know how to access Platform 9 and 3 quarters. And then some experienced people come along who've been to Hogwarts before and they bring their luggage, and they go straight through the wall, separating Platform 9 and Platform 10. And this is a really, really important image for you to hold because it's the in-between where the magic occurs. When we are having one foot in this realm and one foot in the multidimensional realms, that's where we need to be when we are on this alchemical path. And how did he do it? Well, he watched how other people did it, and then he showed absolute faith and took a running dive at the uh, center of that uh, portal, as it is, just as we talked about the eleven eleven earlier, and went through and jumped on the train and went off to Hogwarts into another dimension, into another realm. And that's where the alchemical transformation leads us. We cannot co-create with spirit. We cannot go through the alchemical transformation without interacting with those dimensions beyond the physical realm so if you have difficulty believing that there are other dimensions and realms beyond the third dimensional world you will struggle going through the alchemical process because it requires us to co-create beyond the physical so there are seven stages of alchemy which are related to the seven chakras the seven metals and the seven original planets. The planets of Neptune, Uranus, and Pluto were not known when the alchemy uh, was first conceived. And so we, we talk about the traditional seven planets, seven metals and the seven chakras. And it's the transformation of the human being through this merging of the spirit and the soul to become enlightened, which is the human alchemical process. So let me just talk you through the um, seven stages of alchemy so that you can begin to see how this works. So the first stage is called calcination. It is the base chakra. The metal is lead, and the element involved is fire. And calcination is reducing you down to your absolute bare bones. It's taking everything away from you so that you become clear on who you really are. In the Bible, Jesus said, I am the true vine. So this means cutting away all the dead wood, cutting back the live branches right back to the core so that we can flower again in the springtime. What this is really about is the first chakra is all about the fear of loss, the fear of dying. So whatever your greatest fear is, you will have to face so that you can transmute that fear. And when you are left standing alone with nothing around you, when you are taken to the very core of who you are, and you can say, I am the true vine, then that fear of loss gets transmuted into confidence. Because once you are absolutely certain about who you are, you no longer have any fear of anything because you are certain and solid in who you are. And this process can be quite alarming and, and appears to be quite violent. It can take you down through a serious illness, through a loved one walking away from you, losing your job, whatever it is that takes you to this point of having to come to terms with your fear of loss. But once you do so, you can then shift that first chakra from a state of fear into a state of absolute confidence. So any lower back problems, lower back pain uh, in that area of the body, any issues in the legs and the feet will all be connected through that base chakra uh, fear of loss. So when we can transmute that, we can then be absolutely fully confident in ourselves. The second... Stage is called dissolution. It is the second chakra, it's the uh, um, pelvic area chakra. Um, It is the metal tin. The planet is Jupiter. And dissolution means literally dissolving into the sea of the unconscious. After the first stage of calcination, where the fire has literally burned you down to a white powder, you're parched and dry. So now you shift into this dissolution, you get dissolved into the sea of the unconscious. You get juiced up, so it's the sexual chakra. So it's all about having a motivation, a driving force, uh, chasing after something that you can never quite reach. It creates this drive, this ambition to move forward. But it's also about diving into the sea of the unconscious. It's about diving into those childhood memories that you actually don't recall. And you don't recall them for a reason. I will return back to the alchemical transformation of the human being after this break. This is Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation.
0: Taking you to the threshold of a dream and beyond. Seventh Wave Network. walk our true spiritual path at a time when the western world is fixated on material gain more people are now recognizing the emptiness which comes with this limited approach to life there is another way Four years ago, Peter Tong left his position as a high school principal with 30 years experience in the education system and turned to his true calling of a metaphysical life. He now uses his experience and wisdom to provide solutions to personal and organizational challenges. Peter offers corporate workshops and seminars, public meditations, radio interviews, healing sessions, and community visits to bring awareness of the new paradigm, the awakening to conscious co-creation. Visit petertongue.com today to register for events and to purchase his transformative visualization meditation CDs. You can also download the meditation CDs as MP3s if you wish for listening on your computer or on the go. These are available now at petertongue.com.
2: When you have a stroke, you may not even notice it right away. But then... (laughs) Time passes and the symptoms get worse. One minute you feel fine, and the next, your speech could be slurred or not make sense. One side of your body might become numb. You might see double. You drop the TV remote because you can't hold up your arm. That's because, after a stroke, every minute you don't get help is another minute that your brain is being starved of oxygen. The warning signs of a stroke include sudden numbness or weakness of the face, arm, or leg, sudden trouble seeing, speaking, or understanding. If you experience any of these warning signs, call 911 immediately because time lost is brain lost. Visit StrokeAssociation.org or call 1-888-4-Stroke today. A public service announcement from the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council.
0: Be extraordinary. Seventh Wave Network. to awakening to conscious co-creation with peter tongue if you have a question for peter or comment on this series please send an email to descending dove at gmail.com that's descending dove at gmail.com now back to our program
1: hello and welcome back to awakening to conscious co-creation with peter tongue i was just discussing the inner alchemy of transformation and the second stage, which is called dissolution, which requires us to really delve deep into the unconscious and release those programs that are running uh, our lives that we aren't even aware of. So this is a shift from desire to devotion. Then we shift into the solar plexus chakra, which is all about separation. It is the planet Iron and it's it, sorry it is the metal iron and it is the planet mars and this is often uh, a an area of conflict the mars is the god of war and so this particular area is about separation and it's about separating to see yourself to see your shadow to discover what you need to retain what is the real essence of who i am reclaiming your dream and letting go of those aspects of you that no longer serve you the shadowy material Uh, and this is about the biggest separation that you will ever experience and again it's a personal internal separation so that you can actually see yourself it's the separation of the internal masculine and feminine and we resolve that in our hearts we shift into our hearts where we go through what's called conjunction and that is the uh, metal copper and the planet venus And what this does, it brings us back together. It's the marriage of the sacred feminine and the sacred masculine. So you're coming back together in a more refined, in a higher vibrational form of conjunction in the heart. And this is called the lesser stone. Uh, and it can be a little bit of a tricky time because we think that we've cracked everything, we've got everything sorted out, we've solved the energies of the three lower chakras, and now the energy is flowing up the spine beautifully, we're completely clear in our lower animal instincts, and we think we've got the whole thing sorted out. And then we slip back down into fermentation, the fifth stage of alchemy, which is the metal mercury, and it is also the planet mercury. And this is the stage called putrefaction, where everything turns black. It can be called the dark night of the soul. And the actual functioning alchemists often walked away from their alchemy at this stage because everything turned black and they thought they'd lost it all. What is really happening is just below the surface, everything is being finally worked out. You finally have the opportunity to overcome all aspects of the ego you lose interest in day-to-day activities of the mundane. So activities and things that you used to really, really enjoy are no longer of interest to you. And and so you feel almost uh, detached from the world that you no longer belong in the world. So this can be a bit of a challenging time for you. But as you come out of the putrefaction process and into the fermentation process, suddenly there's a shift and there's a beautiful milky white film that comes across the blackness in the alchemical furnace it's called the virgin's milk and this is the showing of the transformation and then you see this beautiful peacock's tail appear in the surface of the metals in the melt and you know you've now moved on to the next stage you've gone beyond the physical and now you're going to co-create with the metaphysical you're going to connect with the higher vibrations of spirit. And now you start seeing this beautiful golden wax on the surface of the metal. This is the first signal that you have that you're now on this upper path to achieve the alchemy. You've seen your first golden wax flowing over the surface of the metal. Which leads us into the sixth stage of alchemy, which is Uh, distillation or sublimation and it is silver and it is a really 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 marvelous and wonderful time when you shift into this place because now you're just distilling the beautiful vibrations that you've now created in your lower chakras so the energy is now flowing up from the three lower chakras through the heart through the throat and into the third eye and the third eye now becomes activated. The pineal gland in the center of your brain is the important organ in this process. And what we are now realizing is that as the pineal gland becomes stimulated by the kundalini energy rising up the spine, flowing through through the three lower chakras, getting energized through the heart and up through the throat, and into the third eye, right behind the third eye, below, behind, uh, below the crown chakra, is the pineal gland. And as this energy now starts to build and flow through the pineal gland, so it gets activated and starts producing small crystals of calcite. And when this takes place, the pineal gland becomes activated and creates for you a beautiful receiver of light and information from the higher sources. And when you have your eyes closed and and join in meditation you'll find the opportunity for seeing beautiful flashes of light through your brain structure will happen there's a really important piece though the energy is not just the energy rising up the spine from the base it is now the energy coming in from above it's coming in through the crown chakra coming from source from your spirit as your spirit now begins to descend into your body into the physical coming down through the top of your head through the pineal gland down through the throat and into the heart and it's in the heart where the spirit and the soul come together and mix and distill and return back up into the pineal gland up to the top of the brain structures and come back down into the heart and it's this process of distillation that purifies those energies and leads you into the final stage which of course is the gold and the gold is the creation of the philosopher's stone in the body and what this really means is that your whole spirit descends into your body to connect with the physical body and your soul and the spirit are now one and it also means that you create a fully formed light body which can then travel to all of these other dimensions it's an absolutely beautiful and powerful moment when you reach this point now, I've gone through the alchemical process pretty quickly, and we're actually coming up to the end of the show. My time has flown here. Uh, if anybody's interested in pursuing this with me, do feel free to send me a, an email uh, because I do do retreats, uh, two-day retreats around the alchemical process. I do uh, meditations on the telephone uh, to help people awaken to their inner alchemical transformation, um, and I also do one-on-one counseling sessions. So if you do want to pursue this further, Uh, do let me know. And I'm sorry I've had to uh, speed up very quickly in terms of uh, this process uh, as I've very quickly run out of time today. But do know and realize that working with this uh, will transform you absolutely to be in alignment with where you need to be in the upcoming uh, few months and years to come. Next week on my show, I will have Ronna Herman, who is an expert channel of Archangel Michael. She will be talking about the quest for mastery tools for ascension the importance of pyramids of light and working with the violet flame of transmutation i hope you've enjoyed the show today i'm sorry we had to go a little bit quickly at the end I thank you for listening and this is your host for awakening to conscious co-creation peter Tung. have a wonderful week Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network